Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast for all ages from to and everything in between. I am a very soggy Tiernan this week. Can you hear? Can you hear this noise? It's been raining non-stop like this for days now, for absolute days. It is really miserable. Everything is completely soaked through here. I'm having to swim to get to any of the other rooms. And there is no point in having a bath as, well, I'm sort of always having a bath because it's just raining all the time inside. It's actually quite a good thing as well because the bath at Comedy Club for Kids HQ is still full of stinky hippos. Well, I mean, it was, but they've now floated into the kitchen. I'm wearing all of my rain gear. I've got my splash suit on with an anorak over the top and swim shorts over the top of that and my wellies that I've put flippers over and I'm wearing goggles. And now I'm just very, very warm and uncomfortable and very, very rained on. And look, I know what you're thinking, listeners. Why don't I just sort of try this? Rain, rain, go away. Come again another day. But then you see I get this, this nonsense. And then it happens. Yeah, there it is. A very soggy diary showing me this rain cloud is all booked up on all the other days, so it has to be here right now inside Comedy Club for Kids HQ as it's just too busy to pop back another time. Linda! Linda! Do you know why this rain won't stop, Linda? Linda? Uh, maybe she's stuck in a puddle. Thing is, I don't even normally mind the rain, especially when I'm indoors and I'm watching other people get really soggy, but... Even when I'm outdoors, I don't mind it too much. You know, unless it's raining cats and dogs. Uh, that's quite scary. Some of those large dogs can be very heavy when they land on you. People often say uh, that rain is nice weather for ducks, but I've never heard a duck say that. Only people. And if you ask a duck, they always say, oh, actually, I like it when it's really hot weather, and then I get to keep my bum cool in a pond. I suppose ducks don't mind rain because they're waterproof, aren't they? You know, have you ever tried to put a duck in a bath? Well, it's very hard. They just sort of bounce straight back out. If you give a duck a glass of water, the, the glass of water just repels into the sky. It's very, it's very cool, actually. It's very cool. As I was saying, though, this rainy weather that's indoors and on all of my stuff is not great. He's very lucky that nothing at Comedy Club Kids HQ is powered by electricity anymore because that would be dangerous, but I decided to be more environmentally friendly and just hook everything up to a load of potatoes. Have you ever made a potato circuit? Yeah, you see, I've done that, but with 8,000 potatoes and it's currently powering everything here. But now I am a little bit worried that they'll get soggy and turn into mash. I just sort of need this rain to stop, really. I'm sure it will. Like, it can't rain forever, can it? I might have to see if I can wear a duck as a hat for a while, you know, if it doesn't mind. 
Well, look, until this rain does stop, we have had some mail at uh, Radio Nonsense. Some very soggy mail, obviously. Let me just get it from the very soggy mailbag. Firstly, uh, Henry, age six in New Zealand, uh, which is good. I never like the old Zealand. The new one is definitely way better, much more improved. Um, Henry has sent in this brilliant joke. How do you make a sausage roll? Push it down a hill. <laughs> that is excellent wordplay, Henry. I love it. Uh, I am also a little bit worried that whenever we eat a sausage roll, someone's just sort of lobbed it down a hill to make it. Is that what happens? Because usually sausage rolls are pretty tasty. Um, I'm veggie, so I have veggie sausage rolls. But if I found out that it bounced all over the floor to get to the bottom of a hill and then it got covered in gravel, dirt, squashed hedgehogs, I mean, would it be as tasty? Yeah, probably, probably, yeah. Mm, crunchy, crunchy gravel. Uh, also, we've had some very late, late entries to our uproar competition. If you remember a few weeks back, we had a competition on the show to give away some of Miller's brilliant uproar, The Game of Silly Sounds. And this competition is, well, it's closed now. But you can still get a discount on their games if you use the code CC4K um, at macmillan.fun and then you get 10% off. Uh, but Reese, aged eight stinky hippos, and Charlotte, aged five stinky hippos, sent these brilliant noises in only last week. My name is Charlotte, and I'm going to do some hissing noises. I hope you enjoyed that. The end of my hissing. Absolutely amazing. Thank you, Reese and Charlotte, who also told me their dad smells like a stinky hippo, which is unfortunate. Have you tried making him stay in the bath all day or sitting outside? That might help. Failing that, ask him if he minds going to live with other stinky hippos as they won't mind the smell and perhaps he can become their king. The competition is now closed, but Reese and Charlotte, I'm going to try my best to get a game in the post to you anyway, but thank you very much for sending them in. Um, and really, if you have anything you'd like to send in, whether it's jokes or sounds, whether there's a competition for them or not, or any questions that you would like answering on this show, then please get your sluggish bogey mountains, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk. Yes, even if those grown-ups smell like stinky hippos. And don't forget, we have live Comedy Club for Kids shows all over the place, which you can find at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And you can grab our T-shirts and our book at comedyclubforkids.store, all in time for Christmas. OK, uh, it's now time for our importantest bit, which I haven't let get wet, um, as I always keep it safely under this duck. Thank you, duck. Right, while you all listen to this, I will, um, I suppose, get more rained on and soggy. Ooh. I am so pleased that on this week's podcast, the brilliant Abigailia returns, aka Abigailia, the world's best town crier, Abby Gogo, the anti aloof, or as our Georgian speaking listeners know you, of course, Vince Kant Unaf's Bursut. But of course, you are most famous for being the first person ever to count every number backwards from infinity, for your groundbreaking documentary on the secret life of vacuum cleaners, and perhaps most of all, for winning 12 Michelin stars for your incredible signature recipe of a really great cheese sandwich. Um, Abigail, it is, it's lovely to have you on the show. How are you doing? I'm great. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Good to be back on No Nonsense Podcast. A no Nonsense Podcast? I, I, this is the Radio Nonsense Podcast. I, I do hope that there, is, radio that there is some nonsense. nonsense. I know. Well, I just worried because we have got rivals who are completely no nonsense. And well, I worried have... you'd booked into the wrong one. 
You have to forgive me. Uh, my publicist has overbooked me because due to uh, my new cheese sandwich recipe, mm. I'm getting a lot of calls in lately, and I just got completely confused. I'm on no sleep and only eating cheese and bread right now, so my head's not with it, I, and I, I apologize for that. Wait, no, no, I, hey, I, you don't need to apologize. I, I feel like my my worry was obviously the the no nonsense podcast is a rival, and they're they're mm. very boring. They're very boring people. There's no nonsense. It's just all very sensible boring chat and you know i, I but I'm, I'm aware that you you've got loads on your, your cheese sandwich recipe is is incredible um i have tried it myself have to say really great cheese sandwich it's really thank great. thank you thank you the secret is uh to make your own butter in a jar uh no this is true this is true kids can try it at home this is how i learned how to make butter is what you do is you take cream and you put it in a jar add a little salt and you shake it and you shake it and you shake it so freaking hard and the butter or excuse me the cream will start to coagulate and first it turns into like a whipping cream but you keep shaking it and you keep shaking it and the fat and the liquid separate and you're left with a butter and that's the secret right there people think in order to make butter you have to do it the old timey way with a churn do yeah. you guys have but those bottled churns, they're always depicted in old West movies in America. Yeah, and there's always the some lady with a funny hat that looks like a sort of ha like a handkerchief on her head, and she's always no. churning away. You need a clean pickle jar, a cup of cream, and a little bit of salt. That's the trick. Wow, that's amazing. Does it have to be a pickle jar then? Is it like, is that the magic? Does like a jam jar not have the same powers? You can do it in a jam jar. You just need to make sure it's a big enough jar oh, to jam, fit all yeah. your cream with the separate. So I, I, I go for a big old pickle jar. And sometimes sometimes I don't clean it out completely. So the butter is infused with a little bit of pickle oh taste. Oh, my gosh. This is why you're an expert. This is why we're, we're talking to actual actual like culinary expert on, on the show today. It's so exciting. I, I want to know. See, I don't really understand anything about like how butter's made is it just that you shake it so hard that the milk goes ah i'm gonna like harden in order to defend myself against this crazy jar shaking pretty much what's happening is uh as you shake it the uh cream is freaking out yeah and uh all the little cream people yeah. uh <laughs> sleep well children <laughs> <laughs> beware the cream people yeah <laughs> All, all the little cream molecules start freaking out yeah. and they're like, what do we do? So they like form a big group hug. Yes. And as they, they make their little group hug, like I said, the liquid separates and it becomes just fat based. And that's how you get your butter. Wow. That's amazing. So, I mean, it's, you know, I don't want to kind of um, condone freaking out the cream people, but that's, yeah. that is how, that's how you make butter. You've got to terrify some, some little cream dudes, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I might've misspoke calling them people. They're more molecules, but I like, right. I like to pretend all my food can uh, talk to me. Um, <laughs> ergo, I'm never lonely so long as I have something to eat. That's, I like that a lot. Can I ask... Uh, and I, you might not want to divulge this, but what what food's got the best chat? What's what's the best food to have a little chat with? Well, you know, uh, a whisper. Um, you'd be surprised because um, the name itself pretty much says it. They're they're quite quiet, but they're always at the till, mm. so they have the good gossip. Yes. And they always know what's going on. So if you listen real quickly, it'll tell you what's going on in your neighborhood. 
you know it'll tell you about uh it'll tell you about how the the checkout clerk when no one's looking sometimes picks their nose they'll talk about it Wow. I didn't, do you know, because this is, so I, I, I've got to confess and, and I'm really learning something here, but I've never really talked to my food every now and then. I've been like, I'm going to destroy you to like a big plate of chips or something, but I've never really had a little chat with it. I've never let it talk back. And I had no idea that whispers were called that because they, they know all the gossip. That's, that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually how they got their name. Not a lot of people know that because you don't listen. Like, you know, uh, kids listening, you know how you are with the animal crackers. You play with the animal crackers and people sometimes play and talk with the food that's shaped like an animal, but really all food is there to play with. Tell your parents, Abigail, said that all food is there to be played with. (laughs) It's so good to play with as well. I mean, like, why would, for example, green peas be little round ball shapes if you couldn't like flick them everywhere, play tiny like football with them, tiny snooker like that's they wouldn't be that shape. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And one of my favorite things to do is make myself a big old mound of mashed potatoes. And uh, one of my favorite foods is actually broccoli. And what I do is I make the mashed potatoes. And I put my broccoli all up in my mashed potatoes. So I make myself a broccoli forest. Ah, you see, I love that. Because it's so obvious that broccoli are tiny trees. And we are the giants that have to eat those tiny trees. That's that's, Exactly. Everybody knows it. Yeah. Yeah. These are are some expert tips. And, uh, you know, it's it's amazing that obviously you've risen risen to even more fame you're already famous but even more fame with your cheese sandwich but you 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 know you make all the things really don't you i you know i do my best um i uh i try it, it calms me down and i like i like playing with food um because it's kind of like i i don't play with play-doh as much as i used to when i was a kid but i really like making like dough and stuff like to me making like pie dough is the same as making play-doh because you just get to play with it with your hands and food is fun to make because it's a bit messy and you get to do you know usually uh when I was a kid I used to make stuff with my parents and now that I'm older still when I go see my mom like we'll make pies together or she'll teach me how to like uh, makes a family recipe. Most of my family recipes, because my family's from Kentucky, involves just about a stick of butter and everything. <laughs> That's brilliant. I, I also really pleased that you got because you said you like to make stuff with your parents. So I was like, what, with your parents as ingredients? And that freaked me <laughs> out a bit. Like, yeah, I've made a dad pie, but I'm glad, I'm glad that's not how you did it um but i was going to say as well like normal dough is tastier than play-doh i don't know if you've ever eaten play-doh it's it's never very nice it, it, i mean i used to really like the saltiness of yeah. it back in my day like i would never eat eat it but i like to give it a good lick like a like a deer to a salt lick <laughs> i was just like oh. But it always looks so, it's got so many colours and like you can make like Play-Doh ice cream, you can make anything from Play-Doh and that's always the worry is it always looks like maybe this would be great to eat and then you eat it and go, oh, it was not great to eat and I I feel cheated, you know? It never tastes as good as it looks, the Play-Doh. It is a disappointment. Yeah, yeah. It's Whereas real dough, you can play with it and then eat it and it's great. So And it makes delicious stuff, yeah. Yeah, I just, I, maybe they need to rebrand it. Like they need to change the dough word. So it's play. No, not <laughs> play not clay. Play play clay. There you go. That's way better, and it rhymes as well. Yeah, why didn't they do that? 
That's ridiculous because I wouldn't even try to eat clay. No one's going to yeah. eat clay. It's hor- It's like all grey and slimy and turns into pots. Like no one, it's not for dough. That's got me thinking about pies and bread. Exactly, exactly. <sighs> well, look, listen, you need to, when we've had this chat and obviously then you've got to go do No Nonsense podcast, which be, I mean, you're going to be very bored with that. I'm so yeah. sorry that, you know, to hear that you have to, but then get on the chat uh, to Play-Doh. I reckon, I'm sure your agent can... Uh, to sort that out, they need to read. Yeah, I, I, I will. I'll, uh, I'll start the campaign shortly after this. I think, I think you should. And, and have you been busy? Obviously, you've been making your cheese sandwiches. You've been doing all the cheese sandwich uh, publicity. You've been busy. Otherwise, have you been up to much? Uh, I've been fairly busy. Um, you know, I'm waking up early, and then I like to um, play Wordle on my phone, wow. and you get. You get six chances, and it takes me about three hours because spelling is hard. Yeah, Um, But I get there eventually, and then I like to go and hang out with my friends. Sometimes I do, you know, I'm making sandwiches in between, doing doing the research for the food and making comedy. But then I like to go and hang out with my friends and play with them, and and yeah, I've been pretty busy. That is very busy. And, you know, as you were, like, trying to think of different five-letter words, is very hard. There's loads of them. I mean, I can't even. I'm trying to think of, of one now. Um, hairs. That's that's one, isn't it? And um, brains. That's yeah. No, no, now I'm out. I think that's it. Well, that's yeah. it. That's why it's such a hard game to play. Is because so so many of the times you're thinking of four letter words uh, with an S on the end. Yeah. But if that S isn't there, oh, it's well. tricky. Yeah. Or if it starts with a vowel or if it repeats a letter, if it's like poppy and you're like, why would I assume to use three P's in one of my guesses? That's unfair. So unfair. Again, you know, a bit like the Play-Doh, words can be unfair and and tricky and, and you know, deceiving, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Those silent letters, they mess you up, you know. Wow. So, you know, I, I think it's it's great that you're you're putting so much time into working out what words are on, on, on Wordle. Um, Thank you. Which is, it's called, why is it called Wordle? Is it it's like a word noodle or is it? Because the guy, this is true, the guy who actually created it, his last name was uh, uh, Wardle, not oh, Wordle, but actually right. like, and uh, he changed it to Wordle because ha 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 ha. Uh, like his name has an A in it, the game has an O in it, and he invited it for his wife to play, and uh, and it was such a success. He just set up a little a little uh, website, no big deal, and it took over the world. So the New York Times bought it for a bazillion gazillion dollars. Wow! But this is what you're saying. You see, for for listeners, you know, you, you have a little game that you make for yourself or your friends. Just like it could be amazing. You were telling us we should play with food. Before you know it, in a month's time, the New York Times could buy food. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have a whole cooking section. Well, th- I'm surprised they yeah. they aren't on the play with your food uh, bandwagon yet. Uh, maybe I can sell that intellectual property to them. I think. I think. Well, look, listen. I think that's yours. Yours to do, and I'm, I'm very excited about about it. Definitely. Um, well, look, Abigail, it's, it's so lovely to have you back on, on the podcast again. Um, and you know, you, you've you've done this before, but there is some admin that I've got to ask yeah. you before I ask you the question that, that I need to ask you the important bit. Um, and of course, the first bit of admin is uh, is again something we've asked you before. But 
It's an audio podcast. It's for people's ears. Some of our listeners may listen to it, as I say, every week with their bums, with their knees. We don't discriminate, however they choose to listen. But it is audio. And because it's audio, I just wondered if you had a favourite noise uh, that you could make for us. Well, I mean, I I think this is the noise I gave before, and it's an old classic. But one of my favourite noises to make is simply... Wow. But it, that is impressive. Like that came from my hands, not my bum. That's, <laughs> I should I should have clarified that. I'm glad you clarified that for listeners. I should have said. Um, but, it, but it was impressive because what the listeners didn't see is that you moved your headphones back specifically to get your hands around your face in order yeah. to make that noise as impressive as it was. So the trick to a good fart noise with your hands is, kids, is you take your the palm of your hands like put your hands together like you're going to uh pray and then open them so the wrists are still together put your hands uh put your mouth in your hands so your your lips are by your wrists yeah like you got a hand beard yeah like you got a hand beard and then you blow as hard as possible and it makes a very satisfying noise and it feels good it feels good because it vibrates your whole face it's like it's, getting I, a facial. It's a really brilliant, like that's a proper. Oh wow, you need to, you need to go fart noise. You know, like yeah. that's a, that's a. You might have to change your trousers. Fart noise. It's impressive. Yeah, no messing about. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you for that. I'm not sure. I can't remember what you did last time. Uh, I probably should have checked. But that, that's. I mean, either way, <laughs> it's amazing hearing that again because I don't think many people get the opportunity to hear a fart noise of that magnitude unless, as I said, something's gone horribly wrong with their bum. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's a, again, it's a great noise to make. Like if you're in the car and uh, your parents are driving and you're probably in the back seat, you make that noise and then you blame it on your dad or your mom. Oh, it's the most fun ever. That's which is which is classic. That is yeah. that is classic, classic tactics. Good bands. Nothing... That's yeah. what we're about here. Good bands. <laughs> It's great pants. So the the takeaway I want you guys to have from this, kids, is play with your food and make fart noises and blame them on your parents. There is no greater power move than saying your dad has done a horrible (laughs) fart that actually you made with your face. That is, I think, up there with ultimate power moves. That, That could win wars, that sort of thing. It's... It's pretty impressive. But, you know, those are valuable lessons. We're teaching kids. This podcast is all about help, you know, unlike the No Nonsense podcast, it's just boring. or just telling yeah, you to yeah. file, file things or whatever, or like how to eat alphabetic spaghetti in the correct order is rubbish, right? But this is this is life lessons, and I think that's that's far more important. So, <laughs> you know, it's good. Well, well, I mean, like, speaking of important things, obviously the other bit of admin I have to ask you, um, you know, is this is a family-friendly show. It's suitable for mm-hmm. people of all ages. Can Can you imagine an age? Uh, um, 94. Yeah, totally suitable. Totally suitable for 90. If you're 94 and you're listening to this, welcome. Obviously, when you turn 100, you have to stop listening. Long story, you can start listening again at 101. It's just, there are rules. But, you know, other than that, suitable for everyone of all ages, you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to check if there are any rude words you won't be saying on this show. Well, uh, sometimes I get really overwhelmed and nervous and, uh, what will happen is when I do that, I start apologizing, even though I haven't done anything wrong. So my boyfriend has now said, you can't apologize anymore when you're overwhelmed. You now have to say a very 
rude word instead. So instead of saying sorry, I now say snoople poops. Wow. Wow. But hang on. So, I mean, that is immensely rude. But can I just check then? Is it that you won't say sorry on this podcast or is it that you won't say snoople poops? Because I won't say snoople poops and I'm not apologizing about it either. Whoa. Okay. I see that. I see that. Two birds, one stone, no snoople poops and no. Is it snoople poops or snoople poofs? Sorry. Snoople poops. Snoople poops. That's right. I, yeah. I, I wanted to make sure that I got that wrong. And is it, is it, you know, because I... I know that word and I know that we can't say it on this show because uh, mm-hmm. the, the complaints that we will get, I mean, we might get banned from podcasting, but I didn't know if it's safe to say sno- snoople poops in the singular, like snoople poop. It's still pretty bad because one of the reasons why it's such a nasty word is that it has too many O's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, four O's. Four yes. O's and L and E and a lot of P's. Plosives. Plosives yeah. and fricatives are, are the sounds of of bad and rude words. It's true. I mean, if it was on Wordle, which it wouldn't be because it's too many letters, but it would be a nightmare and people would get very angry. Yes, totally. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's, let's please don't say Snoopy Poops. I appreciate you not saying it. I won't say it. You won't say it. And also you won't apologize for not saying it. Snoople Poops. Fantastic. Well, <laughs> listen, I appreciate that. And, and now, of course, you know, We've got this big question and, and you know, I'm, I'm pleased you're on the podcast anyway, but one of the reasons I asked you back is because we've been sent this question and I think, I think you're the person that can do this, okay? You're the person that has this this answer. Um, and this has been sent in by Chrissy the Sheep. Now, mm. I don't know if Chrissy is is a sheep or if that's like a kind of gangster. Hey, I'm Chrissy the Sheep. You know, the, the guys call me that because I've got a woolly hat or something. But I don't know if it's like a nickname uh, or if, or if she is an actual, if she is an actual sheep, and I, I can't tell you, you know. So who, who knows? But you're welcome, Chrissy. Whether you are, you know, known as the sheep in your area because you have a lovely woolly jacket, or if you are indeed a sheep, in which case also welcome. Um, but Chrissy has asked. This is a big question. I'm going to read it to mm. you. I'm going to read it to you as it's sort of typed. Because she's typed a lot of extra letters in here. It's possibly because she's a sheep and, and doesn't know how to spell. Um, but she's put, <laughs> why are baboons bums so... And... Which is nice, polite leaving at the end there. She didn't want us to sort of think she was hanging on to wait for the answer. Yeah, no, Chrissy the sheep has places to go. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Well, you know, uh, that's an interesting question, Chrissy the Sheep, and I'm glad you've asked me specifically because let me, let me uh, first of all, tell you what it's not. Because people always go, hey, baboons bones are so big and red because they like farting and pooing all the time. And that's not the truth. That's not Whoa. the truth. They, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. They love a good, they love a good uh, fart. They love a good poo, uh, just like it, all of us do. But it's actually because you know how uh, humans, when we look at each other, uh, if we find each other attractive, we're usually looking at the person's face. Mm. Yeah, yes, yes, like yes. Tiernan. I think you have a very pretty and handsome face with your beard like you have a wonderful wonderful handsome face baboons don't care what the 
what a baboon's face looks like. What? They want to know how attractive another baboon is by looking at their bum. Wow. So, wow. So, like, a baboon's like, learn, don't like your face, but look at your big red bum. That's, yeah, ba- that's it. Baboons are about the junk in the trunk. Wow. Uh, yeah. And that's why when you see baboons uh, going out to like fancy, uh, fancy events like big dinners or big dances, they'll get all dressed up. But they always make sure that their bum is sticking out because they're like, <laughs> I'm not going to hide the most beautiful part of me. That's why in the circus, baboons wear tutus, but nothing on their bottoms. The uh, bum's got to stick out from underneath the tutu and the tutu's just a little thrill it's like a necklace around your neck to to show off your face it's quite handy isn't it like quite handy like when you go to the loo you don't have to like pull your trousers down your bum's already out like it's exactly quite useful i think in some ways yeah it's it's uh they find bums attractive and their way of life is very practical if anything we could take something from the baboons i think we could (laughs) walk around with our bums out out. yeah no because it because now, um, I could be, you know, obviously, if Walt Disney are listening to this, you know, I don't want to get in trouble with them. But Donald Duck doesn't wear uh, any pants either. Mm-hmm. And does that is is does that mean is, is Donald Duck? Do you think he's just sort of trying to learn from baboons? Do you think he's watched baboons and thought that's a great way of life? Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, I've never thought too much uh, about why old Donnie doesn't wear uh, trousers. Or Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, sorry. Or just, Winnie yeah. the Pooh. Um uh, yeah, maybe maybe they are learning from the baboons. Um, probably. In fact, I've never really put it together. It's either that or or they just can't be asked to put on trousers. Because sometimes I find trousers uncomfortable, you know? Because sometimes you put them on and they feel like they fit. And then you sit down and they dig into your sides. And then again, like we talked about, when you have to go to the toilet, you have to take them down around your legs. And it's all this admin. And then you have to pull them up. And sometimes you leave the bathroom and you forget to zip your fly. And then everyone laughs at you. And if we just didn't wear trousers at all, it wouldn't be a problem it's very true it's very true i mean that's what i i just wonder you know i i suppose for, for winning the bird donald duck they didn't paint their bums red which would be the next step but yeah it's still i mean it's um maybe maybe baboons are really paving the way for how a proper sophisticated society w- would live you know i mean the other thing i was thinking is you know you, you're very nice to me about my beard you've got you've got amazing blue hair you're wearing very fancy glasses today and we do things to make ourselves make our faces look more presentable don't we yeah but, but do baboons do that with their bums do they ever put glasses on their bum or like do they ever like do fancy hairdos on their bum well like i said uh, it, you know sometimes you see performing baboons wearing a uh, a tutu of sort that's definitely in decoration uh out uh, out when they're living out in the wild i'm sure everyone once in a while, they prop a little leaf down. Of course, they have. Do baboons have tails? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They I have those know, yeah. fabulous tails waving nice and high to be like, hey, look at my bum. That's right. Yeah. That's like their natural jewelry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's right. Tail jewelry. That's very clever, isn't it? So I suppose that's kind of like their head. Like if I had a quiff or something. Yeah. Like, like a tail on your head. Yeah, I just sort of wonder if there's a whole, you know, because because if we can learn a lot from baboons, I wonder if they could learn something from us. Like it'd be it'd be great if they learned to say draw little faces on their bums, or um, you know, got little. Uh, I'm trying to think what else people get on their 
people sometimes have nose rings, give a, a bum ring, or um, you know, I don't know, I don't know what else. It means. Some people have bum rings too. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that on radio nonsense, no. well, but okay. that is well, a maybe, thing. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's not the correct. But you know, I'm just saying, like a glitter uh, face paints could have bum paints. You can make your bum look like a tiger or like um, like Spider Man. You know? Yeah, that'd be fun. Maybe they do that at little um, baboon uh, parties. You know how sometimes we go to parties and we can get our face painted. Maybe there's baboon bum painting. I don't know. I've, I've, I've not spent a lot of time around baboons. I don't know what they get up to in their leisure hours. But maybe they're doing face painting. But they probably hide it from us because they're like, we don't, we don't need the, We don't need... We've spent a lot of time with David Attenborough. You know, that's what the baboons are saying. They're like, we've been in a lot of television shows and we're not getting the right compensation for it. That's true. <laughs> we're going to keep some of our our traditions to ourselves. It's very fair as well. It's very fair. You know, maybe they're looking at us and going, well, humans wouldn't do this properly. Look at them. They're silly. They wear lipstick and, and eyeliner. They clearly don't know what they're doing when they should well, be wearing bum liner. I mean, that's a big uh, complaint in the primate family in general compared to humans. Uh, the primates, uh, baboons, all, to monkeys, to gorillas, they're all furious because we don't peel bananas correctly. Wow. Have you taught, have you, have you heard about this? Us humans are grabbing our bananas and you know the long stemmy part? Mm. Peeling from there. The primate family turns the banana the other way <laughs> what? from the bottom and uses the stem as a little handle. What? They're furious with us. There's a, there's a big, uh, th- you know, there's a big, uh, uh, what are they called? A uh, GE, GE meeting. That's not what they're called. One of those summits, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, where yeah. all of the, where all of the world leaders get together. Uh, yeah. And the, I, I've heard, you know, I read about a national geographic, of course, cause I'm an avid reader that the primates are getting together and trying to figure out, uh, what and why we're doing this. And, uh, yeah, I, I think they're slightly annoyed with us in general. You know? Well, I mean, I'm going to say I'm going to defend humans a little bit because because, it part, you know, I wonder if monkeys. Are you would because you're a humanist. Because well, I'm a human. I am. I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to show my bias. Take that. Take that, monkeys. Uh, well, in fact, they're apes, aren't they, baboons? I feel like I've, have I have I said they're what are they? Are they monkeys or are they apes? They're a part of the primate family. And that's yeah, as far as mate, I can mate, go with it. Un- unkeys? A monkeys. Anyway, so but they like a lot the 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 monkey ones that get to be in trees. They get to like hang upside down, eat a banana. In which case, like that's the right way up for them. The way that they eat a banana properly. Whereas we're standing. Well, like, I can't hang upside down in a tree. And if I am upside down in a tree, please call for help because something <laughs> has gone horribly wrong. So I wouldn't think to eat a banana that way round. Yeah, I mean, you raise a good point. I mean, it might just be a cultural difference between. Uh, um, humans and the the primates and the monkeys and the baboons. Maybe it's just cultural, but they are just up in arms about this. That I know. Uh, but you know, I still I still eat a banana by uh, peeling off from the stem side because it's easier for me. Yeah, it's easier grabbing. It's yeah, eating it's it like upside. a little um, like like opening a can or something. It's got the little the little bit to do it from, and that's the that's what a banana has as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, I bet if, if if baboons drank sort of like drinks from cans or or things like that, they'd probably drink it from the bottom end. It'd be really difficult. They'd be really annoyed. Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, that is where uh, 
college fraternities figured out how to drink cans from the bottom as they learned from the primates where you crack it open from the bottom and you have to drink it really quickly. Well, that is so it's good to know the knowledge is being passed on. People are learning from baboons, just not in the way that perhaps they should. Wow. Well, I, I mean, this has been a revelation. Fraternities so. will also paint their bums, too. There's oh, a lot wow. of things going on in universities. My goodness. So maybe the next step is for baboons to go to university yeah. and fit in. Uh, and uh, I think, yeah, that, that seems like the clear next step. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah. I think that that those are the the people who uh, are uh, already um, taking on the baboons' customs and uh, and yeah, I think they'll feel very comfortable there. Good. Well, well, look, I hope this I hope this happens. I mean, obviously, you've got a lot to do yourself. You got you got your your sandwich uh, press to to go on with, but you've also got play clay to mm. uh, to to um, you know get on the copyright for. What was the other thing? There was something else we said that you've got to. Push for I, I'm trying to, I, you know, I know you got it on your plate, so maybe. Yeah, well, I got to go take a nap through the No Nonsense podcast oh, a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm so a little so upset bad. about that. I mean, I'm sorry that I slipped up and called Radio Nonsense No Nonsense, but I'm so glad we got to have this chat instead of a No Nonsense chat because a good silly chat is always the most fun. It's the absolute most fun. And, you know, maybe get through that No Nonsense chat by just thinking about uh, baboons, red bums, uh, eating a banana the correct way. Um, you know, just things like that that will hopefully, hopefully that will get you through. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll be okay. Thank you so much for having me on Tiernan. <laughs> Thanks tons for doing it again. And see you soon. Bye. Rain, rain, rain. Thanks so much to Abigail for her incredible food tips. And also most importantly, for her amazing insights into baboons, big bums. I do hope, Chrissy, that you liked your answer. And if not, why not write your complaint on some paper and stick it to a baboon's bum and then no one will ever see it. Other baboons who can't read. If you have a question you need answering or you want to send in a joke or, well, like anything else at all, really, do get your sluggish bogey mountains, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And you can check out when our live shows will be near you at comedyclubforkids.co.uk and grab one of our stinky hippo, Linda, farting animals or other t-shirts at comedyclubforkids.store. It is, as you can hear, still raining in here. Um, I've done everything to try and stop it. Like, uh, I've asked it again, and then I asked it again. And then I said, oh, please just stop it. And then, no, that's that's it, actually. I haven't really tried anything else. Uh, I haven't tried opening a window. Oh, maybe the cloud's stuck. I didn't even think about that. Worth a try, I guess. Except, I suppose, I'll have to swim up the stairs to get there. Hang on, I'm just going to pop this duck on my head for safety. <laughs> Shoo! Go rain on someone else's parade. Go rain on a plane somewhere in Spain. Go go away. Oh, wow, that totally worked. Should have just done that days ago before my desk floated off and all the farting animals caused a small fart bubble typhoon. Why don't I just have the window open more anyway? I mean, it makes the rain go away. The air's nice and fresh. There's something very lovely about just having the window open, you know? Uh. Oh, yeah. I don't have it open because of pterodactyls. Go away! Pterodactyl, pterodactyl, go away. Come again another day, or just not at all, preferably. This is a no pterodactyl zone. What's this? Your diary? You chock a block the rest of the week with meetings, so you have to be right here now today.
Oh, great. Well, this is the worst. No, don't eat the farting animals. <sighs> Bye. You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, it's the end.